Hi, and welcome to the Noise Careers Podcast, or if you're listening to this on the Off the Record feed, welcome to that dead feed. Uh, you've probably noticed I've not been uploading stuff for about six months to this, and there's a lot to that. Uh, four years into this, I kind of felt like that format got a little boring, so I spent the last six months thinking about how I do something that's cool, and I came up with something. And what that is, is, as they say in media, I'm pivoting a little bit to video. Uh, I started a YouTube channel, which you can subscribe if you Google MuseFormation YouTube or click on the link in this description that I'm going to put. Uh, I now have a YouTube, but if you are a podcast-loving person, you can totally just stay here because... I think a lot of the content I'm doing is really good for what we're calling microcasts now, which are shorter podcasts, even though this one's not that short. Uh, and I'm going to be doing a lot of content where I just upload it to both YouTube and here. There'll be some stuff just on the YouTube and there's going to be some stuff that's just podcasts. I think sometimes some of these interviews I'm going to do are just going to be good for audio. But anyway, two times a week, I'm going to be talking music, marketing, and creativity, building a fan base, making better songs, production, all the things you've come to expect to hear here on this podcast. Other than that, I don't have much to say except the first episode of this new thing I'm doing is coming up, and here it comes. Tons of people on the internet will talk about how you build a fan base from scratch and get it up to 10,000 fans. But all the videos I watch, it's total of somebody saying it and they've never actually done it. Well, I have actually done this. I wrote the book on doing this. So I'm going to tell you how I've actually helped musicians go from having zero fans to hundreds of thousands of them. And the techniques we used when we first started out at the ground level. Hi, I'm Jesse Cannon and this is MuseFormation. Okay, let's get this out of the way about who I am. Ten years ago, I formed MuseFormation as a way to educate musicians. I made a blog, because that's what you did at the time, and I was managing these two bands, Man Overboard and Transit, who signed to one of the largest indies in the world after we did a bunch of things to build them up. So let's get this out of the way. I'm a record producer, mixer, and mastering engineer who's worked with... The Cure, Animal Collective, The Men's Singers, Brand New, Weird Al Yankovic, The Misfits, Limp Bizkit, Basement, The Dillinger Escape Plan, Somos, Man Overboard, Leftover Crack, but if you're watching this video, you're probably most concerned with that I wrote this book, Get More Fans, The DIY Guide to the New Music Business. It's presently in its eighth edition, is taught in over a dozen universities, and is one of the highest ranked books on the music business on Amazon. But what makes me uniquely qualified to see the way musicians build their fan bases is I'm lucky enough that Atlantic and Electra Records pays me to make these cool audio documentaries on how musicians make their records and build themselves up. So for the past 10 years, I've basically devoted my life to understanding the ways that musicians build fan bases and seeing their stories. So I'm gonna talk about all the patterns I see and what I see that's actually effective so you don't waste your time doing all the bullshit that's all around the internet on how you build a fan base today. So let's talk about what you actually want to know. First up is find community. Before you start releasing music or put any more effort into it, and the reason I'm putting this first is while I think everybody understands that you need community and you need connections to build up, almost no one devotes the deliberate attention it needs. And what I mean by deliberate is actually doing the right things 
to build up this community and build up the people around you so you have a support system and other people helping spread the word about your music. This matters because just as I said, when I make all these documentaries, this is always a part of the origin story I hear, is that there was some member of the community that the musician was in that really helped give them a big break. Now, I know you're probably thinking, geez, Jesse, all I have to do is find some community and, uh, oh, I'll have a big fan base if I make the right connections. That's not what I'm saying. There's daily habits that you can get into that actually do build up this community. First off, use targeting methods. If you're not familiar with what targeting methods are, I'm gonna go into detail in the next video in this playlist about what they actually are and how you use them to find your community. But you wanna basically find the blogs, the message boards, the chat rooms, the Facebook groups, the Twitters, Instagrams, and pages where your fans are in the community of and start being a member of that community. Not only do you want your name to become familiar in the community, but you wanna actually start making the connections and finding the people who are gonna be like-minded that you're gonna collaborate with, do things with, play shows with, and most of all, really become friends with because these are the people who share a bond with you. When you participate in these communities, it's not putting a stupid fire emoji in the comments of all sorts of people and spamming people with your music. It's actually being a helpful person, having discussions and building bonds with other people. You meet the fans who are more likely to like you when you're in these communities and the other musicians who are doing stuff and building themselves up. Yes, you should follow other musicians in your genre and other genres for that matter and see if it's working and try to figure out marketing plans that work best for you. But most of all, this is about being in a place where you belong, where other people are gonna feel a bond with you. I would devote at least 30 minutes to this a day, 300 days a year, and make this a very high priority. Since if you listen to interviews about how the artists get breaks today, it's always that they're meeting on these internet communities. I think about so many examples like Porter Robinson and Maddion meeting through a message board, or Brockhampton actually formed from the Kanye West message board. Back in the day, the used in My Chemical Romance playing shows together, one would take the other on tour, the other would get bigger, and the other would get bigger, and they'd keep taking each other on tour, and that built those bands up to some of the biggest bands in the world. The other thing is, it's super easy to fit in the time for this. You could do this while you're on a bus, waiting on a bathroom line at a show, or whatever you have downtime with. Second, realize we live in a singles world and your release strategy should reflect it. What we want to do is employ a release strategy of releasing a new single every six to eight weeks for 12 to 18 months, while doing something eventful every two weeks and something smaller that gets people's attention every single week. Now, you may be going, Jesse, that's a lot of work. But you gotta remember, it only takes eight songs per year to fill up an entire calendar year. If you release a single screen YouTube video, a stream of your song, then two weeks later, a lyric video, and then two weeks later, a music video, it will cover 48 weeks of the year. And we gotta remember, the two weeks around Christmas, no one pays attention to everything because it's all year endless, and the middle of the summer, everybody's on vacation on the cusp of July to August, so you could skip those weeks. So you might be thinking like, well, all my favorite artists release albums. But if you watch what all the big indies and major labels are doing, is they're starting to trickle out more small releases and singles when they're first building up an artist. Think of it this way. If you release eight singles in a year versus two to three and an EP with five mores, you lose the opportunity for growth by getting served on all the Spotify playlists and YouTube subscriptions that you could be getting recommendations from. And four to five times the amount of growth is a huge, huge difference. We have to remember, 
you're reminding people you exist regularly by putting out singles. And what people pay attention to is people they deem eventful. We have to also remember, people look to these computer algorithms to know what to listen to. You probably listen to your Discover Weekly playlist or Release Radar, and that's how other people are finding music as well. By nearly double every other source, that Spotify playlists and YouTube recommendations are the way people discover music the most. When you don't release singles regularly, you're not harnessing the power of what those recommendation engines allow. But keep in mind, if you are in a genre where albums are still really valued, you could also do a long rollout of singles. It's becoming more and more common on a 12 song record to have three to five songs released in advance of the record actually coming out. And another big trend that's happening right now is people will put out six to 12 songs and then wrap them up on an LP at the very end and call it that. All your new fans who hear that LP later they're going to be psyched because they didn't hear of you beforehand, and that's what we're hoping happens. But everybody else who sees this wrapped up, sure, maybe they listen to the songs along the way, but they'll be happy to see it. This keeps happening more and more, and it's because these algorithms are so powerful to build up a fan base. In one of the next videos of this playlist, I talk about how artists like Kim Petras, Billie Eilish, and Pale Waves have used this technique to build up their huge fan bases. Third, go hard on Spotify. We have to remember the work it takes to be good at Spotify is about an hour a month. Yet so many artists aren't doing this even though it has the greatest opportunity to explode their fan base there is. Right now, if you are employing that singles method, you could be using a show.co campaign to drive follows. So each time you release a song, Spotify will put you on Discover Weekly playlists, which has the potential to really up your fan base. You should regularly make playlists and link them to your social media that include your music that's themed around what you do and follow all of Spotify's current best practices so the likelihood of Spotify promoting you increases. Spotify sends a weekly email to over 100 million users about the artists they follow and put out new music. But that's not where the real opportunity lies. Getting on playlists can obviously be a big break for any artist. Everybody's trying to get into playlist promotion, but the biggest problem we have is that most of it's a con game. We have to remember that Spotify right inside your Spotify for Artists page allows you to submit to playlists in their own editorial, which are some of the most powerful playlists. And yes, you need to be making great music and get past those gatekeepers. But the thing is, is if this happens for no effort and no money, you can see explosive growth from these playlists and the start of your career. Yes, you do need to follow Spotify's best practices, but they literally tell you what to do for them to promote you. And yes, I should also say that a lot of people want to throw money at this problem, but nearly no playlist promotion company is in this scam today. So what you need to do is actually do the work yourself to build up your Spotify. So what is that work most practically? It's getting more people to hit that follow button. And don't take it just from me, here's their own words. If you have 100 fouls, you'll be in 100 release radar playlists every time you put out new music. If you have 1,000 followers, you'll be on 1,000 playlists. And if you have 10,000, you get the point. Fourth, take the time to make a YouTube strategy. YouTube holds the greatest opportunity for growth for your fan base and taking the time to think about how you can make both music videos as well as other content that will keep people engaged with your YouTube channel is literally one of the things that if you devote time to it can give you the biggest reward in gaining new fans. I would not only be releasing those single screen videos, lyric videos, and music videos for every song, but finding other content that works for your image to post on a regular basis. I would make this one of the top priorities on your to-do list and hold regular brainstorm sessions with your team on this since the ROI on doing this is superior to almost any other way you could spend time outside of recording great songs. 
we have to remember there's this great study from MTV that I'll link down below that fans support the artists they feel the closest connections with. And YouTube is the easiest place to form those connections. So what do I mean when we talk about these connections? When you have specific interests as well as personality, you need to show that to your fans since that's what they form these connections with and then they'll want to support you and buy t-shirts and see more of you. Nearly no musician is using YouTube to its full potential. In fact, most of the musicians on YouTube that are really successful are these just charisma YouTubers that like aren't even good at writing songs. They're just good at being flashy. If you learn how to harness YouTube to its full potential and are making great music and start to make great content along with that music, it's unbelievable the amount of growth that you can see. In another video in this playlist, I talk about two groups who are doing YouTube well and how to develop your own personality and what I would do if I was in a session with you trying to figure out what to do for your YouTube and the questions I would ask myself to develop this YouTube channel. Next, have a real world strategy. Make a merch store with limited run or manic merch so that fans can become walking advertisements for your music and you can earn income to promote it. Make sure you have stickers and flyers for shows anywhere potential fans hang out to increase the likelihood you will convert potential fans into listeners by appearing as someone they should know about. We have to remember your local level is a great seed for getting more people to pay attention to you and to spread out from there. It's shocking how well in real life promotion works with posters at venues and around town and making you seem like someone people should be paying attention since no one devotes resources to this anymore since everybody thinks internet promotion is everything. But when you see stuff in the real world now, all of a sudden it seems like you should be paying attention to it. So the $70 you spend on posters and the three hours you spend getting them where stoner kids hang out in your town that may listen to your music, that can go so far in making people think you're somebody they should be paying attention to. Next, find an alternative promotion strategy. If you make music that will go over with college students, consider a college radio promotion campaign. And no, I'm not crazy for saying this. This is not because college radio is listened to by lots of people today. In fact, it's not. But the people who work at college radio stations are the people who go on the internet and shout loudest about who should be listening to their music and are the tastemakers that tell everybody about things. And this is an easy way to get access to those ears. If you're making amazing music videos, consider a video promotion campaign. These will get into stores like Zoomies and all sorts of alternative promotion outlets that kids see at malls and all sorts of other things. If you're a good talker or have a unique interest, consider making a podcast or doing a YouTube channel on that interest that ties along with your music. If your music has a sense of humor or a strong image, be sure to devote resources to making memes around your music or find something unique about you to do that amplifies your strengths and explore channels beyond the obvious things that every artist does. Take time to consider and pitch stories. The greatest power of social media is that you don't need to wait for a journalist to tell your story. If you have a powerful story about a song or about a crazy thing that happened in your life, your art or whatever, you can tell it on social media. Let's say you put it in an Instagram caption on a post. This can spread with great magnitude if it connects with your audience and they start spreading it around. One of the most important parts of getting people to talk about your music is figure out how to tell that story best and get it into the conversation. Find the most interesting thoughts you don't see people talking about and develop them and get it out there with your music via social media. Whenever I talk to people who regret their last music marketing campaign, it often stems from them underestimating how many other people are fighting for their audience's attention. 
This is why taking the time to make sure you have strong stories around your music and talk about them in context to your music, as well as images and content plans around your music is so crucial since the competition is so vast and strong. Next, extend yourself. The biggest thing I hear from people who fail to grow their fan base at first and then have a breakthrough is they spent more time to reaching out to people and talking to them. Be as proactive as possible in expanding who you know or even talking to the most passionate fans you have to expand who keeps you on top of mind for opportunities. In fact, I just watched a video of City Morgue talking about this, and if you know these guys, it's kind of shocking to see these guys who pride themselves on having a video where they're shooting up heroin, being like, what do we do to grow our fan base? Well, it's talking to our most adamant fans. Push yourself to talk to someone new all the time, and even when you fail, continue to reach out and learn from it. Which brings us to our next point, analyze and introspect. While the only way music ever connects with an audience is when you're making music you yourself love, that doesn't mean you can't get better at finding how to make yourself happy with that music. Being emotionally reactive to the music you make and making the music you want to hear is the most important thing, but you should also make sure you pay attention if people say your music is lacking production or a player isn't carrying their weight in the band. You can do all this work, but if your music has fatal flaws, the work is going to yield minimal results. Be honest with yourself and really take in criticism and get good at it, since so many of the top artists are able to do that. Next. Develop images that reinforce your music's emotion. With YouTube and Instagram being the way so many fans discover music today, having images that match your music, adding more emotional resonance to what you've created is one of the best ways to get your music to spread more. What people talk about the most are, is what's remarkable and exceptional to them. And when you're able to find what fits your music in a unique way, it really is strong imagery that embodies it, that's what gets people talking. Whether this is images or videos that help illustrate your image or just that works well with the music, this type of content works to build bonds with fans. Devote time and attention to thinking about what your music looks like in image form. Picking up on this thought of extending yourself, keep spreadsheets of contacts and everyone you meet that's interested in your music and regularly review this spreadsheet and reach out to people every time you have something new to talk about. If I was an artist trying to build my fan base up, right now, every time I release a new single, I would be making sure to text, check in, and start a conversation with everybody I know who's ever supported my music. And the way I would keep track of this is making a simple Google spreadsheet of all the people I know who care about my music and making sure I reach out to them so that I don't forget anybody because this will keep you top of mind and people remembering to talk about you. We have to remember, if you stay top of mind to people, they're gonna remember to keep listening to your music and tell other people about it on a regular basis. Lastly, let's talk about the thing that I think every hack tells you to pay the most attention to, but I'm going to actually tell you some different advice, and that's social media strategy. I think the biggest mistake artists I talk to make about social media is they don't remember fans support the artists they feel closest bonds with. Oftentimes, what is written in the caption is more important than a good-looking picture on Instagram. A tweet where you share insider truth can expose you to way more fans than any announcement of a new song. Think about how you start conversations and show your unique self while also being informative about what you have going on. There's a balance between oversharing and not telling your fans about your music enough, but just being a boring press release factory is never going to do anything for you to build your fan base. People want to build a bond with you and they pay attention to the people they see saying exciting things and being vulnerable. 
I believe the artists that find a balance between the two poles of press releases and being vulnerable get the most mileage out of social media. So here's a few other thoughts, though. There's nothing wrong with posting more than one Instagram story each day or a few tweets. Keep Facebook posts to one to two a week as bigger reminders of your big events because we have to remember Facebook is not doing much for you unless you're paying for it. While I believe big announcements should also be on your website, since you give fans the chance to stick around and see everything you have, use Instagram for a lot of the big announcements and link fans there. Since once you get a lot of likes on those announcements, the Explorer option on Instagram will expose you to other people. Going live on Instagram right now is still a great exploit since the platform tells everybody you have just gone live and that reminds people that you exist and asks for their attention. If being funny or visually performative is your thing, TikTok is presently the best exploit in the game to get people to pay attention to what you're doing and expose them to your music. Making fun videos around your music on there can do miles for you if you're performative and funny. If your music is popular with gamers or you're a gamer, obviously you should be devoting time to researching who in your community is into your music that does Twitch streams. This is such a huge, huge channel that's open for growth and so many people are DJing music on here and it can help explode your music if this is the style of music you make. Lastly, remember Twitter and Facebook and schedule posts. So you can take time each week to schedule most of your posts in advance so you can save time during the week when it's more scarce. Most people's weekdays are jammed up with their work and their other obligations. So if you get all this content out of the way when it's right, you can easily make your growth happen way more exponentially without as much effort during rough times. That's it for this video, but if you click on this playlist on my channel, there is tons more information where I really explode out all these ideas along with tons others on how you can be building up your fan base. If you like this video, please like and subscribe and turn on your notifications. Since I'm gonna be breaking down the concepts in this video every week, two times a week, I'm gonna be putting up new videos that you'll be interested in. I also need to know your questions and what no one else is telling you since I want to answer those. So leave those in the comments and I'll address them in a future video. As well, I have a Facebook group that's linked below that is only helpful information for musicians. No one trying to sell you anything, playlist or con artists, only artists having helpful discussions allowed. If you want to learn more about me, make a record with me, or check out any of my books, podcasts, or anything else I do, go to jessecannon.com or at jessecannon on all the socials. Thanks so much. See you in the next video.